Welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Body. Today, we're going to discuss how to tame fight or flight response. If you are joining me for the first time today, my name is Allison Ralston. I am a physician assistant and brain health coach. Let's get started. Today, I want to share with you an article uh, that I read just recently in Inverse. Uh, The title of the article is Hijacking the Fight-or-Flight Response Could Lead to Life-Saving Cancer Treatments. Um, It was a very interesting uh, story, and I think it goes uh, in line with all that I've been teaching over the years. If you remember, our mind uh, or brain is connected to our immune system. Um, our intact nervous system is works intricately uh, to protect us in so many ways. Uh, let me start out by reading just a little excerpt um, from the uh, article. Um, it says this, Our research shows that the nervous system is in constant control of the development of immune cells, which are required for fighting cancer and infection. Key parts of the immune system are not able to develop normally in the absence of signals from the nervous system. Indeed, they develop abnormally. These abnormal immune cells are quite deleterious for the fighting, for fighting cancer and potentially potential um, infections. So let's just, I thought this would be a good time just to kind of remind you uh, about the fight or fight response uh, and how it affects us physically. The fight-or-fight response um, is our body's response to a threatening experience. It prepares our body to respond to a threat, but if it never subsides, you know, if we stay in a constant state of threat, that it can have a negative effect on our immune system. You may remember um, that when we are fearful or stressed, uh, our body will go into a fight-or-flight response. In this response, the brain um, will receive information regarding the threat uh, from our eyes and our ears, which alerts our amygdala. When the amygdala interprets a message as a threat, it sends a distress signal to the hypothalamus. This uh, activates the autonomic nervous system, which controls your heart rate, pupil dilation, blood pressure, breathing, and vessel dilations, uh, which can cause vessel um, uh, constriction as well. The autonomic nervous system is composed of two parts, parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is what starts the flight or flight response. Adrenaline is released and increases blood flow to your muscles, increases your heart rate, uh, and all of this is to, to give you a quick response and to run if necessary. Adrenaline also triggers release of glucose and fat, uh, increasing energy. As, as adrenaline begins to subside, the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal, act, uh, adrenal access is activated. Um, the hormones are released. Uh, one of those hormones is uh, cortisol, which is released from the adrenal glands. Uh, cortisol is positive initially, but if it continues to be secreted over time, it actually can suppress the immune system. It also can increase uh, weight gain. So we know that chronic levels of stress are not good. Uh, We know that chronic uh, uh, release of cortisol can even promote weight gain. Um, If we continue to have this uh, high adrenaline, we can also damage arteries, increase blood pressure, which can increase heart disease and stroke. Um, From this article, um, 
I want to read another little excerpt. It says, scientists know that chronic long-term stress can negatively influence immunity by increasing inflammation and decreasing levels of white blood cells called lymphocytes. It has also been shown that the heightened sympathetic nervous system activity due to stress can impair effective cancer immunity. So basically what this uh, article was um, looking at is how can they help uh, manipulate or how can they uh, control the sympathetic nervous system um, because I found that the sympathetic nervous system is important in helping immune cells uh, to develop. What they did was is they looked at mice. Um, they had implanted them with, with cancer. Um, they gave them uh, tumors, so, um, and they manipulated their sympathetic nervous system, blocking um, or disrupting norepinephrine. Um, this disruption of norepinephrine actually um, shut down an important signal that was involved in maturing myelo-derived suppressor cells. When these cells couldn't um, mature, then it suppressed the immune system and it actually promoted tumor growth. This is what they concluded. We show that a steady but low-level sympathetic nervous signal is required to drive the um, maturation of immune cells capable of fighting tumors, potentially infection. I'm sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied this morning. But basically what they're saying is, is that a low level of sympathetic nervous system activity is, is important for maturing these immune cells, immune cells. And these immune cells are important in fighting tumors and infections. What they were looking at was in hope that they could develop drugs that will be helpful for cancer patients in the future. But the key that I want to make here is that our sympathetic nervous system is important to the normal production of immune cells. Immune cells help us fight cancer and infection, and low-level activity is key, not a constant fight-or-flight response. Um, it's not a constant anxiety and worry all the time. So how can we tame the sympathetic nervous system? How can, how can we help our sympathetic nervous system to remain activated at low levels but not be overacted to the point of physical illness? And I have to come back uh, to my answer is always Christ and in his presence. You know, fear and stress activate the fight-or-flight response. So peace and joy are the antidotes. I think two keys are, are in the scripture, which is the, which you know, I have based uh, this blog on, but it's in Proverbs seventeen twenty two, a happy heart is good medicine, and a cheerful mind works healing, but a broken spirit dries up the bone. Our mind is connected to the immune system through small vessels. Fearful and negative thoughts release chemicals that can affect us negatively, and they can affect our health. Choosing to think face based thoughts. And choosing joy over despair brings life to our body and our soul. You know, my peace came when I finally understood and chose to believe that I was loved and cared for by my Heavenly Father. Understanding His perfect love really did drive out fear. Anxiety is restlessness and torment. Trying to protect myself, my family, my patients was exhausting. I feared retribution from God believing that I had to perform in order to be loved and protected by Him. I've since loved that that was just so uh, wrong, uh, that I had believed lies from the enemy that I was uh, not cared for or wasn't loved. 
But I found that if I just came to him, that I would submit myself to his care and believe that his love surrounded me like a shield, that I began to feel secure and begin safe. This process began by choosing to believe that I was love. I had chose to uh, seek him with all my heart. I chose to read the word and to worship and to prayer. And most importantly, I chose to believe that he was for me, not against me. You know, Psalms 91 talks about the secret place. And this is a secret place with the Father. And I do believe that it's in this secret place uh, with the Father that we begin, that He begins to to show us and to heal us. You know, I remember a scripture, and I, again, I haven't had, I didn't look it up this morning, but it's just coming to my mind as we're as as I'm sharing with you. But there was a place in Scripture where Jesus looked over Jerusalem and He said, "Oh, if they would just come up under my wings." It was kind of like a a chicken, you know, with uh, the 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 children coming up, the hint, the the little chicks coming up under their wings. There, that is what he's calling us to do: is to come up under his wings of protection. And this reminds me of a scene that I saw just recently uh, on the on the news. You may have seen it too. Uh, there was a surfer. I think it was from a drone um, that was um, taking a video over this surfer. And this surfer was on a calm ocean, and he was just, you know, gently paddling in the water. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a shark came up, like it was just ready to attack him. And then all of a sudden, just dove down into the ground. And this is how I see the protection of our Lord Jesus Christ and coming under the safety and the care of our Heavenly Father. Is there so many things that come against us during the day? And if you had listened to a podcast in the past, you will know that I explained to you that every day our body takes care of numerous viruses that we don't even know that we have. We have such an amazing body and and an intact immune system actually daily protects us and takes care of things that could potentially hurt us that's the that's the gift of our of an intact immune system and a, a healthy body uh, and a healthy immune system and a healthy mind but you know this reminds me this this scene you know it, it goes back to a scripture in ephesians uh, six twelve. it says for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities and against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. You know, we have so much. Uh, we're not warring against people. Uh, it is the the working of the enemy through people and circumstances that's trying to bring us down. But we have a place in which we can go. We can come under the care of our Father. And if you read Psalms 91, it says that we um, that He is our strength and our refuge, that we will not fear the terror of the night or the arrows that fly by day or the pestilence that stalks in the darkness. You know, it says no harm will come near our tent. This is the promise, but it takes for us to, one, to believe and to receive that care. So many of us are trying to care for ourselves and I just found that I can't protect myself, but I have one who says that he will and can. Listen to the words in Isaiah uh, 26.3. It says, You will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace, whose mind, both his inclination and his character, is stayed on you, because he commits himself to you, leans on you, 
and hopefully comes uh, hopefully confident excuse me and hopes confident in you so what am I saying here well I'm going I'm saying what I've been saying all along you know we have a savior we have a God who loves us. We have a Heavenly Father who says, come under our wings. I believe that one of the key to health is going uh, to the secret place and allowing Him to wash over you, uh, allowing Him to heal the emotions, uh, the, the pain, the fear, whatever it is. So I believe that the answer to a healthy immune system is a mind and heart focused on Christ. So I ask you today, what are you focused on today? You know, focusing your heart and mind on Christ will bring peace and hope. Christ said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. That's John fourteen nine. Jesus came to heal and to restore us back to himself. God disarmed the principalities and powers that raged against us and made a bold display and public example of them, triumphing over them in him and in, and in the cross, Colossians 2, 15. A mind that is focused on Jesus and the kingdom of God will strengthen the spirit and bring health to the body. Remember John's prayer. Beloved, I pray that you prosper in every way and that your body may keep well, even as I know your soul keeps well and prospers. Third John, verse 1 and 2. I believe being strong in mind and spirit will help us navigate the days ahead. Let's be like the household that we find in First Chronicles five, twenty four, And these are the heads of the Father's house. And I'm going to slaughter all these names. But it's Ephra, Ishi, Elal, Ezreal, Jeremiah, Hodaviah, Jodiah, mighty men of strength of mind and spirit, enabling them to encounter dangers with firmness and personal bravery. Famous men and heads of houses of their fathers. You see, in order to be strong in mind and spirit, I don't believe that's something that we can do in ourselves. But if we choose to think on the Word of God, if we choose to come into His presence, I believe that in that area and in renewing our mind with the Word of God, renewing our mind and believing who we are in Him, believing that we're loved, believing the promises that we have in Scripture that he will make us strong in mind and spirit. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be hard days ahead because unfortunately, or I, I guess un, that word unfortunately, but the word says that there will be trouble. He said in this life you will have trouble. There's going to be stresses. There's going to be pains of life. You know, that's just part of living. But we have access to a Heavenly Father, to a kingdom that is not like this kingdom. We have access to the kingdom of God. And in that, there there is a hope. There is a future. And actually, the kingdom of God is within each one of us. It is righteousness, peace, and joy. So I invite you today to come into that peace and joy. There is a kingdom that is without end. There is a kingdom that you can have that has promises, a hope, a protection, of 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 provision, of prosperity. You know, Psalms 112 says that prosperity and welfare are in the house 
of the righteous. You know, um, Psalms 23 says that the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not lack. It doesn't mean that there won't be hard days, but it means that we have access to a kingdom without end. We have access to a heavenly father who said he will never leave us or forsake us. We have access to a father who so loved the world that he gave his only son. And it's not just his son. It says that Jesus was fully man and fully God. It says that the Trinity, all that the fullness of God was within him. So literally, Jesus, he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Literally, God put himself on the cross and, re- and pulled everything, redeemed everything back to himself. So in him, you become a daughter and a son of God, and you have access to the kingdom of God. And it's in his presence that he begins to judge the things that are keeping us down. It is in his presence that he begins to remind us who we are and whose we are and that we have access to a wonderful kingdom and we have access to eternal life. So I will leave you with this um, small prayer and reminder that one, you are loved. You've always been loved. The Father is calling you back to his perfect love, the love Adam and Eve had in the garden. They were made in love to experience that love in its fullness. We have that same access. So I encourage you to run to him because he will run to you and shower you with kisses. Luke 15, 20. Father, I pray for each person that's listening to this podcast right now, Father. I pray, Father, for hope to be reestablished. Lord, that despair would be far from them, that they will come to the understanding that they have, they are loved, they have always been loved, and that you are drawing them back to yourself, that you're drawing them to this area of safety, just like a mother hen, saying, come, and putting the chicks under her wing and protecting them, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that that is who you are. And I just ask, Father, that they will come, that you will pour out your love upon them, that you will remind them who they are, and that you are reestablishing them as sons and daughters, uh, that you have put a little bit of, you have put eternity to each person. And that, Lord, that by, that when they be ask Christ into their heart, they become born again. They become new creations. They become and have access to everything the Father has. So, Father, I pray right now for depression to go in the name of Jesus. I declare, Father, that those who are thinking that their life is not worth it, Lord, I command a spirit of suicide to go in the name of Father. And I release the peace of the Father. I release and know, Lord, that they will know that they can come to you just as they are, that they don't have to get right. They don't have to get perfect, that you do not turn them away, that you that you can and do uh, look on sin and that you do and want them to come just like any father or mother that has a child that's in distress or worried or fearful. They say, come, let's talk. Mother, fathers and mothers love, want their children to be happy. They want their children to be safe. And Lord, you're a good, good father. And I pray that each person listening will come to the understanding that you truly are an amazing father, a good father, and that you want to bless and you want to heal and you want to restore. And I ask this all in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining Healthy Mind, Healthy Body. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, Today was a little bit hard for me to get through the podcast, but I want you to know that you truly are loved. If you would like to read um, the blog, 
um, of this uh, particular subject, um, you can go to healthy-mind-healthy-body.com. And on that blog, you will be able to have access to the website of that inverse article if you would like to read it uh, further. Uh, also through the blog, if you would like to com- uh, contact me, um, I do answer my email. Um, or if you have um, would like to make some comments about uh, this podcast, uh, please do so. I love to hear your comments. Um, you know, I'm not uh, a Bible scholar. I am a healthcare provider who truly wants to see people uh, healed, restored, and live in the abundant life. Uh, I know that my podcasts aren't perfect, um, but thank you for taking time to listen. And I hope and pray that it has been helpful for you uh, and that you it brings you peace uh, and some comfort. Again, this is Allison Ralston, physician assistant and brain health coach.